you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the first edition of the Stardom Sidem Show for a brand new season presented by Mythical Games. I am Marcus Grant. He is Adam Rank. Normally, Michael F. Florio is hanging out with us, but he is off uh, his parts column. Unknown. It is what his is column. What is he doing? I don't know. He's in parts unknown. Well, that seems weird. It does seem We're going to sit here and talk about another man's list. Like, I don't have the capability of making my own list. I don't know. Would you like to write Stardom Sidem no. again this year? No, no, no. I do the flex rankings now. Okay. Because my last name's Rank. That makes make, sense. It lends itself. It really does work out well. But we are going to talk about Michael F. Florio's Stardom Sit'em uh, list. You can go check that out, of course, at NFL.com slash Start Sit. Uh, we got plenty to talk about. We'll talk about, obviously, the starts and sits, trending players, sleepers, and the players that will get you into Club Dub. They will score 25 or more points this week. So let's get started by looking at Florio's top quarterbacks for the list, the guys he says you should start, and the guys he says you should sit. So his stardom side, Tua Tungavailoa, Geno Smith, Anthony Richardson. I have all three of those guys across multiple rosters yeah. this season. Uh, the Sidham guys, Deshaun Watson, Daniel Jones, Aaron Rodgers, which seems like a little bit of shade. Why and doesn't the, he like Danny Jones? Like that, isn't his team the Giants? No, he's a Bills fan. Oh. Other, other New York team. Whatever. Uh, and Kenny Pickett going against the 49ers. Let's talk about Anthony Richardson because I know, Rank, everybody's worried about him as a passer, but the fact that he runs the football means he, he should be okay this week. I mean, it's exactly what happened last season with Justin Fields. And I think that the Indianapolis Colts would probably like to follow the same model where your quarterback develops and you feel like you have your quarterback of the future, and yet you lose every game and end up with the number one <laughs> overall pick, which they wouldn't use on Caleb Williams because if Anthony Richardson's playing well, but you could flip it to a team like the Rams who might need a quarterback. But I think that what we're going to see and what we're starting to see out of NFL teams now is a, a mindset of tailoring your system to the quarterback's strengths. And I think a lot of time back in the olden days, you would be, you would get it, you draft a player and you'd be like, you got to throw it this way and you got to do this. Now they just let them go out there and do their thing. And I think the Colts will play to his strength, which will be great for fantasy. Might not help the Colts win many games. Though. What a novel idea of building around the strengths so crazy. of your franchise player. Uh, I, I worry a little bit about him in week one. I have other options that I'm sort of hedging my bets with, but I, I'm interested to watch uh, Anthony Richardson play this week against the Jaguars. Now, he's got Aaron Rodgers. But, but it's not like the Jags' defense is that good where you're like, oh, I got I to gotta avoid the Jags. They were, I mean, in fantasy, they were like a top five or six defense. I mean, in real life, yeah, they weren't very good. 
But in fantasy, they, they worked out well. I think you're fine if you have. For whatever that works. Uh, on the other side, Aaron Rodgers is a sit for Florio. <laughs> I see you scoffing already. He's well, now it makes sense. Okay, if you say if he's a Bills fan. He's, a, he's playing the so Bills, which like, feels oh. like, you know, it feels, it feels personal is what that feels like. Yeah, Sean McDermott is now taking over the defense for the Buffalo Bills, who've actually lost some players, including Tremaine Edmonds. I'm curious to see how that works out. I think a lot of times that once these teams get into the Super Bowl window, they just get kissed into it. Like, oh, yeah, like they're um, – I, I have some questions. I, I don't know how it's going to work for the head coach also running the defense. It also filters down to Ken Dorsey being left to his own devices. <laughs> I'm curious, but there's no way that I'm sitting Aaron Rodgers. I am not sitting Aaron Rodgers this week. I think there will be ups and downs throughout the season, but week one doesn't feel like that. Week one feels like I'm, gonna, I'm out here to prove a point. I'm going to show everybody why, why the Jets really went all in on me. I'm going to feed Garrett Wilson a ton of targets. I think this game's going to be really high scoring. Is he sitting scoring. Garrett Wilson? That's a good question. I would imagine not. Um, hmm. You know, I, I would think, I don't know. We'll, we'll see his wide receiver list in a second. But uh, I'm in on Rodgers this week. Maybe other yeah. weeks, maybe not so much. But this week for sure. I'm good with him, yeah. All right. Which I appreciate this growth from you, you know, being willing to praise Aaron Rodgers. No, but he's like, I mean, he's a good player. I've actually, <laughs> I played him a couple. I had one season where I actually had him as a backup, but I had him on my team and one of, one of his, his MVP years, the first year they drafted Jordan Love. Okay. And it was the same thing that everybody was like, you're crazy. Like Aaron Rodgers is washed. They drafted this guy from Utah State. You're like, yeah, he's super petty. He's he going to play better than ever. Is, um, is which is exactly petty. what's going to happen in New York. He's super petty. That is without a doubt. Uh, let's take a look at Florio's wide receiver list here. Uh, no, no Garrett Wilson. I'm assuming Garrett Wilson falls into the start category for him. Uh, Chris Olave a start, Jahan Dotson, or Johan Dotson, I guess as we're calling him nowadays. Uh, that's how you say Johan. That's how a, you, that's, Johan has an O in it, isn't how it? How do you say quesadilla? Quesadilla. Exactly. That's the way it's pronounced. It's, <laughs> okay. Yo. Yo Johan, Johan Dotson, Drake London, and the combination of Mike Evans and or Chris Godwin. They are starts against the Vikings. On the other side, Gabe Davis is a sit. I guess he's trying to show that he's not biased uh, yeah, by yeah, sitting that's a bill. So, <laughs> sitting that's a such bill. a classic move of like, no, look, I'm not biased. I'm <laughs> sitting a guy from my team. Uh, the Michael, worst guy. <laughs> Michael Pittman, Marquise Brown, and Rashad Bateman uh, going against the Houston Texans. So let's talk about the aforementioned Johan Dotson going yeah. against the, the Arizona Cardinals. I mean, we all like Terry McLaurin. We get it. He's yeah, awesome. but there's injury concerns with him. He and is. I, and even though he's practiced this week. And I believe he's been cleared to play this well, week. Well, he practiced in full on Thursday. We're recording this before the practice report comes out on Friday. So we are assuming he's, he's going to be a full goal. But even if he does go, how is he going to be limited? And if, this, and, if is, and if Arizona is as bad as we believe they're going to be, then are they going to throw, is there going to be the volume? And then Dotson would be the guy I think benefits. And last year, uh, they were really targeting Dotson more than McLaurin, so I feel good with that. I, I like Dotson a lot. He was a guy, especially where you were able to draft him. Oh, my God, yeah. In like the you know eighth, ninth, later, or something like that. Um, I love what, what he brings. And we liked, we liked the commander's receivers last year when like Taylor Heineke was throwing because he was willing to take shots downfield. I think Sam Howell is going to be that guy yeah. this year. You know, I, I'm dubious on whether I'm starting Howell, but I like what he does for the wide receivers. And I like your point. If Even if McLaurin plays, how much of a full go can he be? So that leans toward Jahan Dotson uh, getting a lot of targets.
On the other side, we saw Michael Pittman as a sit. We talked about Anthony Richardson as a start, but that's more about Richardson as a runner and not yeah. so much as a passer this week. Because more, a lot of fantasy leagues are also four points for a passing touchdown. So that's why we like Anthony Richardson. So if you're confused by that, it's we're gaining, we're we're counting on Anthony Richardson running for 40 yards, possibly running for a touchdown. But who are going to be his receivers who benefit? How much is he going to throw for? What's the volume going to look like? That's the reason why we pass on Michael Pittman. Yeah, you know the, the Jaguars, I think, will be able to score. Um, I don't know that the Colts can keep up offensively, and I think that's going to hurt Pittman, Alec Pierce, you know, go but down the But it's the, the first week, too, and things are always a little bit – I mean, even last night, uh, the Thursday night game was a little bit lower scoring than I think people had hoped. Yeah, we I were hoping we're for like 40 points We're going to see that across the board in a lot of these games. That feels sort of like the case, and this could be a low-scoring game between these teams. That gets us to what we're calling How We Feelin', where we rip through some guys that are getting talked about on social media and let you know if they should be in your lineups this week. So, Rank, we'll start with Dalvin okay. Cook going against the Buffalo Bills. How Absolutely not. We're going to avoid the Jets' <laughs> backfield. One of the problems is, is they've got three guys, including Brees Hall and Michael Carter. And they even said that Dalvin Cook's going to take a little bit of time to get back. So, I, if I had to start one, it would be Brees Hall. But I think that just means that Michael Carter scores a pair. Yeah, Robert Sala said they're going to, quote, be smart with how they use these guys in week one. So it probably is, uh, you know, maybe less usage than, than we would have liked. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins against the Saints. I'm telling you, I think he's fine to start. I think he's a wide receiver, too. Um, this is not a high-volume passing offense. They still run through Derrick Henry primarily. But you don't bring in a guy like DeAndre Hopkins and not throw him the football, especially with Traylon Burks being sort of banged up. Um, you know, I like you mentioned, Rank, I don't think there's going to be a lot of points across the NFL this yeah. weekend. I don't see a lot of points in this game. But DeAndre Hopkins is going to get targets. I'm not, I'm not really, really worried about that one. Um, DJ Moore for the Bears going against the Packers. How are you feeling? Starting him. I mean, you saw what he was able to do. His yak yardage in the preseason was off the charts. He's never had a quarterback this good. He's play. I mean, the ghost of it was the ghost of Cam Newton. It like, was. He wasn't playing with peak Cam Newton. I love DJ Moore this season. I really. I, it's a tough matchup because obviously the Packers have like what nine, ten first round draft picks on that defense. But because of plays like this. These are the reasons why you have DJ Moore in your lineup. And target volume. I mean, he's going to get a lot of opportunities. I think it's him and what, probably Darnell Mooney. And then, uh, yes. And, that's and then Bob. Well, no, they got Bob Tunyon. Oh, that's right. They, they can also the... throw the ball to Khalil Herbert. So, Kirk Cousins against the Buccaneers? Absolutely, yes. Uh, this game's going to. We talk about low scoring. This game could be a score fest just because. Both these teams are going to throw the ball. This a will lot. be one I consider to be high score. The Vikings defense is still bad. Kirk Cousins is going to throw the ball to Justin Jefferson and Jordan Addison and TJ Hawkinson. I think a lot of points are coming in this game. I would start Kirk Cousins. If you have a quarterback that's sort of mid and you're, you're worried about, I start him. Uh, the man that I guess we're calling Bajan Robinson. Now? I saw that note come through the research packet where it's Bajan. Bajan. Bajan Robinson, which is fine. Uh, that's cool. You drafted him in the first round. You're not sitting him. I really do believe that Tyler Algier will have a bigger role than people will like, similar to what David Montgomery did on Thursday evening. But I still think that there's no chance that you're sitting Robinson against the Panthers. Yeah, I drafted Tyler Algier because I think he still has a role, but it is going to be the Robinson show in Atlanta. Van Jefferson against the Seattle Seahawks. I'd really rather not. And I say this as a guy who's been a self-proclaimed Van Stan over the last couple of years, but he's just not really a high target earner. He's a guy who has spike weeks and then will disappear for long stretches at a time. Tyler Higby's going to get a lot of work. 
Puka Nakua. Puka Nakua. Puka Nakua is that Peter, guy. Peter Schrager and I are both been on record this week of going in on Puka Nakua. I, you know what? I took a lot of late round shots at Puka Nakua, so I believe that, that there's something there. I just don't have enough confidence, though, in Van Jefferson to, to put him no. in the lineup. Uh, Zay Flowers, another guy, though, that I really like this week. You like him against the This Texans. place, love, like, you guys love B-roll, much like the Fantasy Life game. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Do you guys get paid per the B-roll? <laughs> Zay Flowers against the Texans. I don't know. I want to see the way that this uh, this Ravens offense unfolds under Todd Monken. Who's going to be the lead primary target getter? Is it going to be Mark Andrews? OBJ's in the mix. We got Zay Flowers. They're going to be running the football. I like J.K. Dobbins. I'm interested to see how that running back by committee works out. Like, yeah. are they going to lean on one guy? I would love it to be. Would love it to be J.K. Dobbins, but. For Zay Flowers, I'm probably leaving him on the bench without seeing, you know. I think I threw him in a lineup, but I, I understand your There concerns. are teams, there's leagues with enough people. Where you, you know, you're probably you're like, I got to play. I got to start him yeah. this week. Uh, last one is Ramondre Stevenson against the Eagles. I'm not not starting Ramondre Stevenson. Wait, because... he didn't practice on Friday. Eee, that's not great. But we don't know what it is. No idea. Uh, if he's playing, I'm not, well, not they didn't starting see him. him. They didn't see him in practice, the initial report. I'm not really so much worried about Ezekiel Elliott. I mean, Zeke will get his touches, and he'll probably get some touchdowns as well. But Ramondre's the guy in New England. What worries me is the Eagles' defense and Ooh. just whether or not the Patriots can move the ball and score. But Ramondre's going to get plenty of touches. He's going to get some targets as well. I like the upside there. So I'm not super excited about it, but I'm also not willing to leave him on my bench as long as he's playing. Uh, for New England this week. Coming up. What's that? Go ahead. Oh, okay. I was looking up his practice status. Okay, coming up, we're talking about tight ends. Uh, also talking about how you can dominate your competition this week, which really is the whole point of this whole show. Uh, that's more as you stick around here on the Stardom Sit'em Show, presented by Mythical Games. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples, free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Talking tight ends. Uh, Rank, you want to read his stardom set him <laughs> tight ends here? Of course he's got... Kyle Pitts. <laughs> we all love Kyle Pitts here. Jawan Johnson, last season, seven receiving touchdowns only, or wait, hold on, just Travis Kelsey and George Kittle had more. Ooh. Dalton, I have read, okay, Dalton, okay, he's a Bills fan, but Dalton Kincaid's very good. The story of Dalton Kincaid is fascinating. A lot of people don't know this. I saw him play at USD. Yeah, he was, he was a Torero. That's right. He was a Torero, and then the whole, like, he was playing, like, Cal Poly. He was playing, like, not Sonoma State, but one of those schools. One of those rando schools. And uh, now everybody's like, oh, he's the next Travis Kelsey. Although I think I've said that. I don't like that Greg Dulcich is on this sit list. That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I'm not feeling that. New either. Orleans, 
brutal against tight ends. And if Chigakonkwa was somebody that you picked up because of Travis Kelsey, then uh, you want to do it. But he wouldn't want to go Dalton Schultz against the Ravens. I don't know. Maybe it's the matchup. But I think he could end up being the targets leader for them. I love that he split the difference between Dalton Kincaid and Dawson Knox. Like the one Dawson. Was, one was the Dawson's the blocking type. That's the big thing. Like Dalton Kincaid is not going to block. All right. He's just there to pass. We're supposed to talk about Dalton Kincaid. That was now. it. We just, I, we I just, we just talked about Dalton it. Kincaid a lot. Uh, I'll talk about Dalton Kincaid if you guys want to run some B-roll of Dalton Kincaid. Oh, yeah, I forgot. They got their B-roll. Uh, look, I, I still have a some hole. Some biz up. Cut this tape last night, Rank. Make sure they get it in the show. I still have a hole in my heart because Dalton Kincaid pretty much ripped it out against USC last year when he caught like 11 was it balls you? You did. Uh, for them okay. uh, during the regular season while he was still at Utah. We love we we you know, we're starting to buy into rookie tight ends at least in this class because well, I love Sam Laporta. Well, you look at the guys that don't block. Is the guy like that's the one reason why a lot of these guys <laughs> take forever to be able to make the transition because you got to learn to how to block like a lineman yeah. and run a route like a receiver. They're like Dalton Kincaid's not blocking anybody. Just run. just like Kyle Pitts two years ago did not block anybody. Had a thousand receiving yards. Had, was on pace for 100 targets last year. Hasn't blocked a lick in the NFL. And now they're I mean. making him block, and so now we're frustrated about Kyle yeah. Pitts. But Dalton Kincaid, just run routes, catch footballs. That should be great. He really did look like the college Travis Kelsey. He really did. He really did. And he was wearing like red. That, that's what made that's it what even really more, <laughs> more likely. So we like Dalton Kincaid. We don't like Dawson Knox because Dawson Knox blocks. He blocks. Knox blocks. Knox blocks. It's as simple as that. Like yeah. he's, he's probably not going to get the target share. He will end up being the first guy that scores a touchdown for the Bills, and everybody's going to be upset. <laughs> I think they're anticipating it being James Cook. But it's either going to be it's going to be Dawson Knox or it's going to be some other rando that I'm not thinking of. Knox blocks wearing socks. Knox blocks with a fox. Knox blocks in the box. Uh, for that reason, we're not starting Dawson Knox, no. which means I can't do any weird Dawson Knox puns or sing the Dawson's Creek song. What starts to be uh, enough of that. It's time to dominate your rivals presented yeah. by Mythic Games. We're talking about some under-the-radar guys that you need to start this week to win your matchup. So uh, first, who do you have? Well, I don't know how under-the-radar George Pickens is after this draft season where a lot of people were very excited about him to the point that Deontay Johnson started to fall behind him in drafts. But last year, George Pickens had 33% of the Steelers receiving touchdowns. And we anticipate that being a similar case. Like, he... He looks like the guy who's going to be catching the touchdowns. And even with a difficult matchup against the 49ers, they've got a, they got a couple of uh, new faces, some injuries. I think that George Pickens is a safe enough play this week. I think he's going to get some YOLO balls from Kenny Pickett. And that alone is going to sort of help him out. I love Gerald Everett this week, especially if you didn't have Travis Kelsey go for you on Thursday and you need some tight end help. We keep talking about this new offense with Kellen Moore and how it looks like the Chargers want to be more vertical. We know what Mike Williams can do. We know what Keenan Allen can do, but I think there's a lot of room for Gerald Everett to operate, especially if the Dolphins sort of want to play a couple high safeties and try to cut off the deep ball. That means just more room for Gerald Everett to operate. This is a big group of pass catchers. I mean, like physically large. They have a lot of tall guys. The Chargers have a team. type. Like all their guys going back to like David Boston. Right. Who they signed as a free agent. They always have these big, tall guys. Yeah. Like even Keenan Allen's super tall. And yet here comes Austin Eckler. <laughs> guy. Um, he's about this size. He's oh, well, he's 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 That's short, but he's not actually small. He's he's very stout. Well, I mean, yeah. But yes, he's not a he's not like a tall MJD tall person. is stout. Too. <laughs> he's not a tall person. But uh, not tall. 
it says here you're talking about Young Way Koo. I yeah. Know, I don't know if you remember. Oh, that. cut the B roll for that. Viz up. Roll it. Oh, oh rolling the tape. It. There it is. There it is. I would have been more impressed if he went back and found the Young Way Koo tape of him as a charger. Because it's Ooh. so funny to me that the Chargers always have kicking problems. <laughs> like now and they cut the best, they cut the the best guy in the game. <laughs> you know what? We all love like this, this Falcons offense. Like, just dig it. The thing is, Desmond Ritter should be good enough to move them into field goal range. Maybe not good enough to convert all those into touchdowns. So I love Young Waku this season. That's that's a good line of thinking. And long season, long term, he gets to play at least half of his games in a dome, which more than half because of the Saints. That's right. Because uh, yeah, that's true. So he gets to play a lot of games in a dome, and that that's certainly very helpful there. He's the best for me. And this one might sound a little bit crazy, Russ. I think Russ is coming back to our lives. The yeah. Russell resurrection begins this week. Sean Payton has come in. He's prevented Russell from having his own special coaches and yes. having his own corner office. Stop kissing the babies. Basically, yeah. Stop trying to be a politician out here. So I think we start to see Russell Wilson come back. He's not going to be the same guy he was in Seattle where he gets you a ton of rushing yards. He'll run just enough. But I think they're going to simplify the offense. They're going to ask him to stay on script the whole time. And on top of it, he gets the Raiders in week one, which is about as nice a matchup as you could ask for. So if there's ever a chance for you to sort of buy back into the Russell Wilson, can he cook narrative, it's this week. When he's the QB one, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be anarchy <laughs> on wait. Twitter when he's the QB one this week. Speaking of anarchy, we're going to talk about running backs. Oh, my God. I don't even know if that makes sense, but that's what I said. Sons of anarchy. Plus, we're going to Club Dub. So uh, stick around for more of the Stardom Sidham show presented by Mythical Games. Stardom Sidham running backs for week one. You, you want to read these or should I? Javante Williams, James Cook, who is expected to be the RB1 of the Buffalo Bills. J.K. Dobbins, who averaged, what, close to six yards per carry. And Raheem Mostert. Uh, pretty good matchup this week, or a pretty good opportunity for the Miami Dolphins. The Sidham, you know what? Listen, I don't. I don't. First of all, I don't like that Jamal Williams is on this. I don't like the Evan Hull slander. Rashad White. Okay, if you don't, if you truly believe that Rashad White is not going to do well against the Minnesota Vikings, then do yourself a favor right now and go pick up Sean Tucker. Because if he doesn't. If Rashad White doesn't play well, it's because he's benched for Sean Tucker. Remember where you heard it here first. And Najee Harris hate, Najee Harris slander. Uh, he's on this sit -em list, not on my sit -em list. He was injured last season. He was playing behind a porous offensive line. Give him a break. He had 94 carries in the last four weeks. That was second in the NFL. The Steelers love him. I know that everybody wants to be cool and they want to be like, oh, Jalen Warren. Uh, stop it. My voice don't, doesn't sound like that. Don't be that person. I, I, I was that person at several points this offseason. Don't do it. Okay. Uh, Javante Williams was on the start list. I talked about Russell Wilson, how I like him against the Raiders. The Raiders yeah. defense, not very good. Uh, how are you feeling about Javante this week? Did I not say? Oh, I like it. Oh, yeah. Okay. They, um, one of the things about Sean Payton, what I love that he did, number one, is um, I love that he took the heat off the entire organization by being the bad guy. Like, by calling out Russell Wilson and Nathaniel Hackett, like, the narrative switched from, like, oh, the Broncos were a disappointment last year to, like, Sean Payton's a jerk. And I think that's what he wants. I think, you know, he's taken a page from Bill Parcells. And the one thing that he really does, though, is get the most out of his running backs, from Reggie Bush to Alvin Kamara and all those, Deuce McAllister. He always finds a way to get the most out of his running backs. So I always want to have 
a Sean Payton running back and Javante Williams at some point, even Samaj P. Ryan's on, a, on my roster in a number of places. So I'll take either one of those guys. Yeah, I was going to mention Samaj P. Ryan too. I like him this season because Sean Payton likes to use multiple running backs. So uh, Javante is in play. Samaj P. Ryan is in play. What's um, up with these chairs, by the way? Like I tried to recline earlier. And then I'm like super far back. But they still, they still, they actually recline like all the way back. Actually, I think like if you can is, like lean them back or whatever. Like this is like an airline. Um, I do want to take umbrage with with Florio having Jamal Williams on the sit That's list. Terrible. I yeah, love Jamal Williams said, this week. What, a, what is he doing? I love him this week, but he's on the sit list. So I guess we have to come up with a reason for why he's on the sit he's, list. First of all, Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams is a start. We think he should be a start, but Florio has him as a sit. That's just, um, I'm glad he's not here. Decide for yourself. No, sincere. I don't mean about that in a bad way. Do. No, no, no. I don't mean that in a bad way. But I, I don't want to hear the reason. Like, no. It's just like if somebody was sitting next to you and be like, you know, Star Wars Episode Nine was great. Nope, nope, it wasn't. No. Palpatine. No. Been Get out of here. I mean, the whole like they killed Chewie. Like we thought Chewie was dead for like ten minutes. Thing like that. That was not fun. All right, time now to talk about our Club Dub Players of the Week, the guys that we guarantee will score 25 points or more. You'll get your money back for watching or listening to the <laughs> show. Uh, who do you like to get in the Club Dub this week? Well, I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers because I think there's too much history of Aaron Rodgers always rising to the occasion when he's kind of not, not necessarily backed into a wall, but when he can be at his most extreme pettiness. And I think that we saw it a couple of years ago when they drafted Jordan Love. He went out there and put up back-to-back MVP seasons, and I truly believe, and perhaps I've been swayed by the hard knocks hype, that going to New York, he again has something to prove, and it's going to make a grand debut Monday night against the Buffalo Bills. I just want to know about his UFO encounter. I mm. want, I want more about what happened. Tom DeLong does too. When he saw an alien, uh, I like, I like Chris Olave this week. I like Chris Olave all year, but I especially like him. This week against the Tennessee Titans, uh, getting Derek Carr, I think, really helps. He was dealing with a combination of Andy Dalton and Jameis Winston last year. I think Derek Carr sort of combines the best attributes of both of those guys. He is by far the number one receiver in this offense. The Titans secondary has been an issue over the last couple of years. And with the Saints shorthanded at running back, I like Jamal Williams, but there is no Alvin Kamara. Kendra Miller is banged up. Chris Olave is going to get a lot more work. They're going to have to throw the football a lot more. Olave is where they're going with it. Big, big things coming for him in week one this season. There it is. Those are our guys who are going to get into Club Dub. Give you 25 points or more. Otherwise, um, I'll give you whatever change I have in my pocket, which is none at all. Uh, anyway, that'll do it for this edition of the Stardom Sit'em Show presented by Mythical Games. You can check us out all week long through the podcast feed. Five shows, five days. Uh, be sure to check them all out. He's Adam Rank. I'm Marcus Grant. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the weekend, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. 
This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. 